we will still continue supporting the digitalization of the construction world. Now, many of these concepts which we are explaining, even in climate action, without the right levels of digitalization, won't be able to happen. No? So that, that that's what I see Semex Ventures being heavily involved in the next five, probably more years. No? Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is the Climate 21 podcast, the number one podcast showcasing best practices in climate emissions reductions. And I'm your host, Global Vice President for SAP, Tom Raftery. Climate 21 is the name of an initiative by SAP to allow our customers calculate, report and reduce their greenhouse gas emissions. In this Climate 21 podcast, I will showcase best practices and thought leadership by SAP, by our customers, by our partners, and by our competitors, if they're game, in climate emissions reductions. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast in your podcast app of choice to be sure you don't miss any episodes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Climate 21 podcast. My name is Tom Raftery with SAP, and with me on the show today, I have my special guest, Gonzalo. Gonzalo, welcome to the show. Would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you, Tom. Uh, welcome uh, to everybody. Uh, I'm Gonzalo Galindo. I'm currently managing director of Semex Ventures. Semex Ventures is a corporate venture and open innovation arm of Semex. Semex uh, is a heavy building materials company. Uh, we are engaged mostly in production and sell and commercialization of cement, uh, ready mix and aggregates based in Mexico. Uh, but we have operations in around 50 countries around the world. Close to fifty thousand employees uh, work for Semex worldwide. No, so it's it's, it's one of the largest uh, heavy building materials company in the world. Semex Ventures is, as mentioned, is, is its corporate venture and open innovation arm. We created Semex Ventures uh, five years ago with a pure uh, strategic content and actually helping strategically Semex to achieve its strategic objectives with innovative solutions, no? And, and bringing innovation in achieving those strategic objectives, no? Among our strategic objectives, we have obviously growing the business, obviously the health and safety of our employees and the communities in which operate, the transformation, digital transformation of the company, and also very importantly, sustainability, uh, increasing our sustainability credentials, no? As, as a heavy building materials company, we, we emit a lot of CO2, Mm -hmm. And it is something that we have uh, stated publicly that we will reduce our footprint uh, substantially uh, by 2030 and become net zero in concrete by 2050. Wow. So it's it's a it's a really challenging uh, effort that we will have to do between now and then to actually be able to decarbonize our value chain. Okay, and and the ventures arm that you're in, uh, Gonzalo, you mentioned that. Part of the remit of that is to help align or to help develop technologies to help Semex meet its aims, one of which is decarbonization. Are you seeing any interesting things appearing in the sustainability and more particularly decarbonization area from the companies you're investing in? Well, certainly uh, the, the decarbonation efforts uh, in the whole uh, entrepreneurial world is, 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 is becoming more and more important. Mm -hmm. We are starting to see much more companies and startups really developing technologies for carbon capture, carbon usage, and things like that. No, uh, We've seen a substantial amount of increase of this type of concepts uh, in the last three, four years. Uh, and we believe that that will, that will continue because uh, decarbonizing the environment is, is going to be 
one of the top priorities in the agenda of almost every single industry in the world. No, yeah. if we want to achieve uh, the 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 climate targets that we have uh, with, with with all the COP twenty six and the COPs as many COPs as we have managed to live uh, so far, uh, and and, re- and and really uh, reduce the effect of, of 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 greenhouse gases in the in the atmosphere. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- there's lots of strategies, I, I think, that can be taken. Efficiency is one which, you know, people don't talk about a lot, I think, because it's not as sexy, for example. Uh, another is, you know, reducing the amount of CO2 in the production processes that you're that you're going for. A third is carbon capture, as you mentioned, and storage um, of, of those three. Is it more the carbon capture and storage that you're seeing developments in, or is it across all three? I or? think it's across all three. Good. Like you said, across all three. I think it, it, the realities by industry are changing mm-hmm. and are different. No, In our case, for example, we believe that we can achieve our targets of 2030 uh, by applying readily available technologies, which is really changing our fuel mixes, uh, playing a little bit with the chemistry of, the, of our production our kilns, no, I mean, reducing a little bit of certain raw materials, which are the ones which uh, generate more CO2 or or uh, using different type of waste streams to actually uh, produce uh, cement with those type of things. no. Uh, but moving forward from 2030 to 2050, we will rely on carbon capture, carbon usage, carbon avoidance. And, and, and storage, you know, mm. it's, 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 we, we won't be able to do it and, and reach the net zero if we don't do that. Okay. Okay. And so can you talk about some of the interesting startups and some of the things that they've come up with? Look, yes, uh, we have uh, been working, uh, and let me put a little bit of perspective. Uh, carbon capture, for example, is something that is happening already in some other industries, not for example, in, in power generation, steel production, uh, etc. It happens, not necessarily economically, but it's happening already. The difficulties that we have in the cement industry is that uh, the, the gases we generate, they don't generate CO2 pure, which if, we, if it was pure, we will be very simple, just capture it and then you figure out what to do with it. So we need to actually purify the CO2, then capture, and then do something with it. No? Right. So in our case, it's slightly deep, more difficult. No? But having said that, we have found a couple of fine concepts, which I, we believe it's, it's going to be very nice. For example, this company that we invested in last year, which is called Carbon, called Carbon Clean, uh, they have a modularized, amines-based carbon capture technology. No? Usually, carbon capture uh, facilities tend to be very big, usually bigger than the actual purpose of the plant, no? Uh, because you require a lot of uh, either membranes or filters or, or, or chemical reactions to actually capture the CO2. The beauty about this company is that it's modularized and it's small. So you can actually put modules and actually start capturing more and more uh, gradually uh, at a very economic price. I mean, they intend to capture CO2 on a below 30 euros per ton basis, which is the lowest you can find currently in the market. No? So that's one which we, we are having, having very high hopes uh, in and helping them develop this technology you know, for the cement industry. Cool. Uh, another one, for example, could be a company which is called Synhalion. Synhalion, what they do is they try to generate heat at the temperatures that we need in a kiln, but uh, help with sun. So using solar power, you can reach the heat, which is 1,700 degrees, mm-hmm. uh, to actually make 
able to make the chemical reaction in our production, no? which is the temperature that we need, which is quite remarkable. No? And they actually also use the CO2 as a heating media. Mm. So we are, they're also capturing, they are also using CO2 as the actual heating media for the process, no? which is quite quite uh, inventive in my way. No? So we, we, we're finding a lot of companies which are bringing in a lot of uh, unique uh, solutions to, 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 to the carb- decarbonization of our process. Interesting. That last one, um, I'm sorry, I've forgotten the name of the company that you mentioned, but... Sinhalen. Sinhalen, okay. Yes. They, how, how are they using solar power to form a thousand degrees centigrade? How does that work? They have designed, I mean, capturing the power, it's pretty much the same, but actually they concentrate that in one receiver and that receiver is the one that concentrates the, the heat and actually... Oh. Uh, so it's concentrated to, uh, to, to the actual production process. No? So it's kind of concentrated solar thermal. Exactly. Ah, very interesting. Very interesting. Very nice. I um, one one of the episodes that I did a few months ago was with a professor Falker Sick from um, one of the universities in the U.S. I've forgotten which one now. I think it was uh, Michigan or Massachusetts. It began with an M. <laughs> Sorry. But he mentioned uh, that one of the things they're researching there is using captured CO2 as a a feedstock for the creation of cement uh, and that the concrete that came as a result of that was actually more flexible and as a consequence needed less rebar. So it seemed like a nice win-win there. Have you come across anything like that? Yes, we, we have seen a few concepts like that. To be honest, not all of them are working. <laughs> uh, but but yes, it is possible. We are uh, investigating a couple of uh, technologies that actually use captured CO2 to beneficiate waste materials, which can actually later on in turn be used as additives to the cement and reduce the actual cement that you use it. You know? For example, byproducts of the power generation, for example, fly ashes, which mm-hmm. are not activated, are today in ponds all over the place. Uh, we can take those, inject CO2, activate them, and then replace some cement with them. Uh, we can, we, we, there's there's plenty of concepts like that. No, The, the problem with that is that it, it has to be net net positive in the effect of reduction of CO2 because sometimes injecting those CO2s can be released to the atmosphere and at the end of the day you probably might don't just end up doing the wrong thing no? which right. today we have seen a couple of technologies which have been very well funded in the in the marketplace which are doing that and we believe it's the wrong thing because I mean there's plenty of not very intelligent money flowing into this front not right now no? okay okay interesting there's a lot of hype at the moment as well around hydrogen and people talking about the use of potentially green hydrogen yeah. uh, for, you know, steel, maybe cement, transportation. Is that something that you think has got some potential? Yes, we are probably a little bit behind in the in the hydrogen bandwagon, to say so, uh, compared to other industries. Uh, but yes, we are already using hydrogen in a, in, in a substantial amount of our kilns. For example, all of our kilns in Europe, our production in Europe, uses hydrogen in some sort already. Uh, our first step was to use hydrogen to improve the combustion of, of, of any fuel that we're using today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, we will start increasing the amount of hydrogen that we will start injecting in our kilns to actually start not only improving the combustion, but also replacing the fuel that we are using, no? Okay. In cement, it's still not yet 
totally understood what will be the effect of the hydrogen in the actual chemical reaction happening in the process. No, And that's something that most of us and other of our competitors as well will be start testing uh, more more aggressively this year. No, of course. Uh, and, and let's see how far we can go. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it's, it's important as well to differentiate between the different types of hydrogen, whether it's green yeah. or blue. Yeah, of course, or... I mean, you can find a lot of hydrogen, but it's not necessarily the right hydrogen. No, And, and, and green hydrogen or whatever you call it, turquoise hydrogen, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's there, but it's not necessarily easy to pull together because you need the right source of power, you need the right source, of, and, and then the, and, and then the actual process of regenerating that hydrogen is not necessarily cheap. Mm. Uh, so it, it is still some 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 miles to walk in, in the hydrogen world, no? Yeah, and it, the, it's not just that it, it can be expensive, but also storage of it is tricky. Yes. Requires. Yes, it, it's it's it, there's a lot of uh, technological and, uh, and technological issues that has to be solved in the process, but but it will happen, no? I mean, every I mean, the hydrogen is kind of the new panacea of, of fuels, no? So <laughs> people will will run after it, no? Yeah, sure, 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 and how. How is it for Semex working with, you know, startups, which are typically small and Semex is a large company that has been around quite a while or vice versa? How is it for startups working with Semex, which is, you know, it is, it is quite interesting. I think we've what we have managed to do is to actually uh, enter into conversation with these startups at a fairly early stage. Uh, and actually try to come up with them in a, some sort of collaboration scheme that uh, we will um, collaborate to actually further develop the technology for the cement usage. No? And those are uh, collaboration agreements that we establish with them, which are uh, fairly long, long term. Okay. Uh, it's not just six months. I mean, it could be two, three, four years. I mean, it depends uh, how long it's going to take this that technology to be developed. Those collaboration agreements include certain benchmarks or certain objectives that if fulfilled, we will continue developing uh, those technologies. It are, they are very clear on what type of things are we going to do, what type of things are they going to do, very clear on what what's the situation with the IPs, uh, what is the IP from them, what is the IP from us, what is a joint IP, things like that, to give a certainty to the startups that whatever it comes out, it won't affect their capacity to actually develop and commercialize their technology. Those agreements include as well uh, certain investments, criteria by which Semex uh, ends up investing in those companies. For example, Semex Ventures invest in those companies like mm -hmm. we did just in carbon cleaning, in Halon, and things like that. And, and, and depending on how those objectives are met and evolved, those can those collaboration agreements can evolve all the way to a joint venture to uh, commercialize the technology or a preferred partner to uh, test technologies in cement industries or things like that. No, so but, but the trick is really opening the discussion early on in the development of technology and actually making sure that you give certainty to them that that you will help them. Uh, achieve what they want from the technology development perspective, from the uh, amount of funds needed, because these technologies cost a lot of money mm -hmm. to develop. No, I mean, a single sure. pilot of one of these technologies could be $10 million. No, And it's just a pilot to capture 10 tons per day, No, so, which is nothing. No, uh, So th this, this will require a lot of money. No? 
Okay. And if I am a startup listening to this and I think I've got some great idea to reduce the amount of CO2 in the cement industry, how do I get in touch or how, you know, are, are CEMEX actively looking for startups right now, first yes. of all? And if, well, if so, what do I do? Happen first, either you find me or I'll find you. <laughs> but yes, we're, we're, we're continuously looking for these type of startups uh, in different shapes and forms. Uh, we have a startup competition, which actually gives us a lot of deal flow. And among that deal flow, some of these type of startups come up through that, that, that path. Uh, we also do some research on uh, the different uh, sources, on what is available, who is new, who is doing what, uh, connecting with universities, things like that. We also have a network of partners uh, or partnerships with, with a lot of people that we discuss uh, developments, technological developments in the construction industry, including climate change. Uh, with them, we have a network of more than a hundred of those partners, which some of those partnerships are very formal. Some others are just a shake of hands, but allow us to have conversations with all of them uh, on what is what you're seeing, how you've seen this type of technologies and things like that. No, These partnerships are with other venture capital, with other uh, corporate ventures, with universities, with uh, uh, investi investigation centers and things like that. No. And sometimes the startups themselves knock our doors, no? Um, mm -hmm. When they know that there's somebody there willing to help you, uh, they, they knock the doors, no? Nice, 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 nice. Uh, so the construction industry doesn't have a name in general of being very innovative. Is, is that something that is changing, do you think? I think it's changing slowly but steadily okay. in different shapes and forms. If you see, for example, the amount of money which is flowing into a cement, what we call a construction technology or contech, from the, for example, venture capital point of view, has increased a lot. I mean, has grown like crazy. Okay. As any other thing on venture capital, but, but construction in general is starting to really attract a lot of interest, no? The vast majority of those improvements or technological advancement are, are really related to construction management uh, and, and, and really where mostly contractors and engineering firms are, 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 are concerned, no? which are the, the, the ones which are more easy to digitalize. No? Sure. You still need to see a lot of improvement in supply chain issues and certainly in climate, in, 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 in all the sustainability issues. No? That's where, where I would see potential in the future and a little bit more interest, no? Okay, and that brings me nicely on to my next question is like, where to from here for Semex Ventures and, and the industry? What what are your plans going forward for the next five, 10 years? Where do you think the industry and where do you think Semex Ventures are going to go? Look, certainly uh, sustainability, uh, circular economy, uh, climate action will still be very high on our agenda. Uh, in spite of the fact that I think we have uh, made the right partnerships and investments in a couple of uh, startups and technologies that we believe are very going to be very important. This is going to be very dynamic. And, and this is not a game, that specific thing is not a game of the next two years and that's it and that's the flavor of the month. This is, will be the flavor for the next 30 years. No? Mm, yeah. So it will be still very high on our agenda. And, and, and I can assure you that what we're seeing today from the technological point of view will be very different 10 years down the road. No? Uh, 
if today are we talking about carbon capture with amines, tomorrow it's going to be something else, no? And might be cheaper, better, faster, uh, and so on, no? But those technologies has to be developed, no? So that idea of continue helping these startups to collaborate with them and have very clear collaboration agreements with them will be still very important for us, no? In the other fronts, uh, we still see a, a lot of activity on our side on circular economy uh, mm. and really trying to make sure that whatever waste material comes from construction can actually be reused and reintroduced into the construction value chain. No, That's something that we're very interested in, really as well in improving the supply chain of all materials. Uh, that has a like a triple effect in, in, in improving the construction environment. One is making sure that materials are on time and on quality at the job sites are important, but that will also reduce a lot of the CO2 which is being used or, or the or the waste which is generated in the supply chain of all those two things. No? And last but not least, we will still continue supporting the digitalization of the construction world. No? Many of these concepts which we are explaining, even in climate action, without the right levels of digitalization won't be able to happen. No? Sure. So that, that that's what I see some Ventures being heavily involved in the next five, probably more years. No? Yeah, yeah, of course. This, this is something that we'll be working on at the very least out to 2050 and probably well beyond that as well. So there's, exactly. there's a big, big future in this. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned circular economy, actually, because that that particularly, I think, for the, the construction industry is something that has huge, huge potential, which has yes. not really been realized to date. Uh, so I, I think that's an important one to, to talk about as well. Yes, Are, there are certain countries in Europe, France has been very very active on that, the UK as well, in really enforcing circularity in, in construction projects. For example, all the Grand de Paris project, which is the flagship project right happening right now in France, uh, has been very, very thorough about uh, circularity measures no? and reuse of things. No? Uh, but still, we have a long way to go. Uh, in, in, in that front. Yeah, and I, I think the other the other aspect that you mentioned as well, digitization, I think that's hugely important and underappreciated possibly in, in the climate space because, you know, it's the old Peter Drucker principle of that you can't manage what you can't measure. So it's, it's important exactly. to measure your emissions so that you exactly. know, you know, where, where, where to focus your energies. Exactly. And, and, and also because... Um, Let's face it, we won't be able to disappear the whole CO2. It's going to be impossible. No? So with these digitalization principles, you can actually start playing with what to do with the remnant, no? and mm. how we're going to offset that better. No? And, 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 and are we going to create, I mean, the woods of the world are going to be enough to actually offset that, or what, what is what we need to do? No? And, and, and only with clear algorithms, we will be able to do that. No? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we are coming towards the end of the podcast now, Gonzalo. Is there is there any question I have not asked that you wish I had or any topic we haven't addressed that you think it's important for people to be aware of? No, I think uh, it's, it's not necessarily that you haven't asked, no, but, but just to remind our uh, uh, your listeners that, that climate action measures in construction industry and, and, in, and in industry like ours, the heavy building materials, it's possible, it's going to take time, but it's possible. Mm. As we move on, I can guarantee you that a few years down the road, you will be able to, uh, 
for example, the cement industry has always been perceived as an industry which emits, which it's probably one of the big problems here right now. No, I can guarantee you that five, 10 years down the road, we probably might be the nicest citizens in, in the world. No. And then you will have to be concerned about somebody else. No? <laughs> I mean, I can tell you, I, I truly believe we will be able to provide net zero concrete, net zero CO2 concrete within the next 30 years for sure. Fantastic. Actually, today we actually offer already very low uh, CO2 solutions already. For example, in SEMES, we have this uh, line of of, of, con- of, ready, of of concrete, which we call Vertua, no? that you can actually have a net zero concrete today with a special formulations that we have on certain concrete with certain additives and certain offsets as well. No? But you can't have it today. It's it's a, it's it's hard to do it. Right. And we can do it not in the amounts that we want to do it, but it's possible already. No? And is there a huge, I'm just curious because I, I wasn't aware that, is is there a huge price differential then if, if I wanted to go for the net zero uh, concrete? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It, it boils down more about the uh, materials availability. Okay. Okay. So that we can concoct the right mix in where, where you need it, no? That you have the the, the 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 elements needed to do it close to where you want to use it. Okay. And is there a big demand for it? It is. It is. It's starting to have a big demand. Oh, good. Glad to hear that. Fantastic. Okay, Gonzalo, if people want to know more about yourself or about Semex Ventures or any of the topics we discussed on the podcast today, where would you have me direct them? They can go to our website, www.somexventures.com. You can leave those, leave those there, any question, any comment, uh, so on. Uh, we are continuously monitoring that and, and replying to whoever is kind enough to actually take the time to, and, and actually uh, contact us. No? Fantastic. Fantastic. Gonzalo, that's been really interesting. Thanks a million for coming on the podcast today. Thank you very much, Tom, and, and, and have a a wonderful day. Okay, we've come to the end of the show. Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to know more about Climate 21, feel free to drop me an email to tom.raftery at sap.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. If you liked the show, please don't forget to subscribe to it in your podcast application of choice to get new episodes as soon as they're published. Also, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It really does help new people to find the show. Thanks. Catch you all next time.